This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 244. <laughs> Root Winter Tournament 2021. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Man, it feels like it's been a thousand years since we talked about uh, the Root, the board game. From the Root, the board game? Our sponsor leader games. It the feels Root, like a, the board the, game? The Root, the board Did game. Did you just open this episode saying, oh, we haven't talked about Root in a while, and then realize that, oh, wait, we talk about Root every single week in the ad space. <laughs> in the ad. <laughs> they hear my voice from three months ago saying something about Root every single week. Every single week. But I haven't spoken its name in months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I haven't thought about it in a while. I've been busy with uh, Twilight Imperium tournament that uh-huh. we've been doing. Uh-huh. This is a tournament episode, but it is not about Twilight Imperium. Uh, so, and if you got a problem with that, get stuffed. Yeah, I say. He says. Get I stuffed. say get stuffed. Yowzers. We. I say. So I hope our guests today are ready and willing to be as antagonistic towards our audience as we always oh, are. Oh yeah, we love it. So <laughs> I would like to introduce our wonderful guests today. Uh, first and foremost, the winner. Of the Space Cats Peace Turtles <laughs> Patreon Root Tournament. It's the Lily only G. winner. The only the winner. The sole winner. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Lily? Hey. <laughs> and uh, we also have Garrick from Garrick Samples Games and uh, the other host of the Winter Tournament. Hello, Garrick. Get wrecked, everybody. <laughs> you said uh, be antagonistic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I like so yeah, I, we, the the big news is that uh, you you all finally made it past <laughs> all of the many. Here's the thing about y'all's tournament: it go it's roots a shorter game. Turns out you can do a tournament just as long as a Twilight Imperium tournament. Yeah. You can do a nine month anything. What's up with yeah, that? Because you think you you could have done it shorter, <laughs> you know, because it was shorter. Yeah. But then you decided not to. So the first question is: Do you have any regrets? <laughs> Oh, many. <laughs> oh, many. <laughs> I was a very dumb person, but uh, we're, we, I survived, I yeah. think, and, and we're here now. Yeah, and here. there were benefits from it. Sure. What? I tell myself that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says into his pillow every single way. <laughs> I, I, got a, I, I got a question because I tried to participate in this tournament, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. and then I, and I missed my game for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. Um, and then Negligence. you asked me to do another game. And I was yes. like, that ain't no tournament I heard of. <laughs> so what is the structure of yeah. this tournament? Like, and, and why was I, why was I given another, a second chance? Is that just cause I'm special or did other people get a second chance? <laughs> well, you are special, but other people got a second chance. Uh, we did a double elimination tournament, mm-hmm. uh, which is madness with a multiplayer game, but. It, the basic idea was it was survivor round robin style and everyone effectively had two lives and if you didn't come in first place in your game then you lost and you lost one of your lives and when you lose both lives you are out of the tournament yeah so you you were forced then to do two rounds how many total people were in this tournament 128 was nice. sort of the virtual 
number. We had uh -huh. people drop and substitutions and stuff, but we oh, never I'm went well above. aware of that process. <laughs> <laughs> we know how that goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. For anyone ever wondering, the tournament signups and then the people who play in the tournament are two drastically different lists. They don't even know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so definitely two rounds, but then there ended up having to be a third much shorter round what was what was that yeah and why did that happen did people win too good or what <laughs> so people both won too good and not enough uh we had coming out of round two which you know that's the first major you know cutoff round where right. we had people running out of their two lives uh we went down from 128 people to 50 people uh exactly mm. in in round three and we had 13 people going there with uh two wins and no losses oh wow and so i was we were trying to lily and i were trying to create some sort of plan structure for that round that would then cascade into future rounds to sort of resolve as a you know four player final or five player final mm -hmm. and we very quickly realized the only thing we could do was to just make the whole round five player <laughs> and figure things out after that and yeah. then do the same thing after yeah it it was wild so that was news to me once you guys did it was the idea even that like we were considering five player games like tournament ready like tournament because I, I, I feel like i've always known like three players pretty messy and maybe <laughs> like you could have a three player tournament sure but it'd be it'd be a weird one yeah. um but i i don't play very much five player so were y'all fully ready and like gung-ho about five player or was it like i don't know and then ended up being great over time it was sort of in the middle uh we we knew because of the structure and the the player count that it would probably not resolve into a number divisible by four going mm -hmm. into round three so we we were anticipating the need of of non you know, four player games. Mm -hmm. uh, we weren't, we didn't certainly realize that it was going to be like all five player for a single round or, or anything like that. But the idea was always to lean on five player as the fallback over three player or six player uh -huh. or two player, or anything weird like that. Uh, because uh, in my experience, five player is anywhere from almost as good to better than four player, depending Ooh. on your taste and your, yeah. Yeah. Better. In fact, there were people last year after last year's tournament telling me that five player root was the future of competitive root. Uh, so that was on my mind that's cool. when we thought about this. Yeah. Now, through all of round two, you were threatening five player games in round three. Only, so. <laughs> right, I, I felt the need to like, like uh, uh, mentally suggest the idea so that yeah. they were all primed. Just normalize for it. it, yeah. yeah. Um, so Lily, you collect like basically all of the stats for these games and do these amazing stats breakdowns on uh, your site, Makecraft Games. And so I wonder, I, I'm very curious what what just sort of randomly introducing a bunch of five player games does to the numbers, or do you just sort of have to like keep them separated? Um, I haven't kept them too separated. I know I can't introduce them to like the scoring models that mm. I've done, but um. I just kind of threw them in there and now they're really skewed because we have like, oh, you have like this little sliver of the fifth player who won yeah. instead of, you know, the just one, two, three, four. Uh, 
probably should break them out, but I just <laughs> threw them all together and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the thing that most people don't realize about anybody doing stats is they're just sort of doing whatever they feel like. It's not, <laughs> yeah. there's no perfect system oh, yeah. to any of this. <laughs> yeah. Wow, not at all. I do some stats, if that tells you anything about <laughs> who can do stats. <laughs> I have some stats yeah, he that does. I do. He's not lying. I right actually now. do. It's yeah. pretty big. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, so the winner of this year's tournament are they going to be someone that are they going to have also lost a game, but yet they get to be the winner of the whole tournament? Yep, that's cool. So even every single every single one of them has one loss under wow. their belt. Wow! Yep. So even winners lose sometimes. Ew! Is like the moral <laughs> lesson of the structure of this tournament. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yes. Wow. I mean, that's better than TI where everyone loses. Just everybody lost eight hours. Everyone so. loses yeah. in TI. Yeah. Even the, especially the winner. In some games, you a, lost a part of yourself. You've lost my respect most of the time. <laughs> It'll be like, yeah, they're going to win, but the cost was what I think about them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so that was all the prelims. A three round prelims into uh, it was a five game semifinals is that right yep 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 a mixture of five player and four player games five games total uh and weirdly we had two players going into that semifinal that had a perfect record you know oh, three yeah. wins zero losses so they actually played twice during the semifinals to, to sort of like a safety point yeah thing. Have to have a, they had two shots shots which then the could have given because i from my memory because we commentated game number four which yes. had both of those players in it the idea yep. being there was a chance to only have a four-player final, but it was kind of yeah. like, well, they gotta, one of these players got to knock it out of the park or whatever. Yeah, one of the two, two players would have to win both of their semifinal games, right. and that uh, would make it a four-player final. Yeah, but no luck. So uh, you do have a five-player final, which I guess I'm being told now is better. It's the better way. So <laughs> it's we, the better we way. We actually got the chosen final, the good one, uh, which is awesome. <laughs> and do you, so y'all... I know we're we're recording this like the day after y'all finished uh, these these semis, so I understand the scheduling <laughs> is a bit up in the air. But it sounds like you have a, a date for the finals. Yes, it is most likely going to be Sunday the first yeah. uh, at noon Eastern time. Okay, noon noon Winter Eastern. Winter tournament going Sunday. to May. Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> November fifth is when y'all started this thing. Signups in September. Yeah, that man. Uh, it sounds like uh, our our whole community, this this crossbreed com community of board game tournaments, uh, have just really chosen to make something that is, I don't know, like imp uh, an impossible task to like follow. It's they're just so long. It has the structure and gigantu large vision <laughs> of a huge worldwide esports league. Yeah, with neither the money <laughs> stakes. <laughs> Or reason to exist. Yeah. <laughs> so that's real, great. We're just the believing real comedy, out here. Yeah. You know. The real just, comedy of this is that when I reached out to Leader to to confirm, you know, with them and coordinate yeah. stuff, they asked me uh, how long they thought, uh, how long I thought the tournament would take, and I think oh. I told them like three months oh, or oh something. Oh my god. <laughs> <Christmas> short. You <laughs> lied to yourself, and then you <laughs> lied to them. It was aspirational. Man. It was aspirational. <laughs> I, I love that, man. So good. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny to me that uh, it's so hard because I remember even during our tournament and, and for last year's winter tournament, you had a, a 
a more open. I don't think it was a single elimination last year either, right? You had a oh no, had last a year it was robin. like a Swiss. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the Y'all Swiss kept style. saying That's Swiss right. over and over. Yeah, I just yep. remember everybody saying it's a Swiss tournament. Yeah, and I don't know what that means. You know, <laughs> if it's like an army knife or what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year we had uh, everyone play four rounds, and then wow. we we went on to uh, you know. Was it semis into finals from there based on uh, yeah. performance? Based Four on round? P- player rank, yeah. I was going to say, that's why we went down to double elimination this year is because the, the four games for everyone sort of revealed itself to be excessive last yeah. year. Um, but the ultimate goal of that is to, A, just get more games done, mm. which is good for the viewership, uh, really bad for the sleep schedule and the sanity <laughs> of the streamers. And I'll say that for y'all so you don't have to you know, you don't have to go on. <laughs> feel free to say it yourself. Feel free, too, feel free you know to, I mean? to, like, to do it. But anyway, we can all commiserate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's also to like, in theory, you're finding like a player who has further proved themselves than like the somewhat randomness of single elimination. Right. I mean, especially we, you know, in our TI stuff, we know how random things can get. Root, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm thinking back to our Root tournament last year, and there were definitely some games that felt random in the end sure of, yeah of who the yeah. who the winner it's was. just board games you yeah. know and yeah. i mean i'm sure i mean if i i haven't seen a sport but i think sports might actually have a little bit of <laughs> random a lot of games are decided by a coin flip at the beginning so yeah I don't know. there's a coin flip at the beginning of football yeah. you know that yeah. that's like a board game in and of itself <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i know when we first started talking about this we wanted to give players like the option to lose once right because like sometimes you just get bad factions and you sure. get a pool of just like lizards and corvids and you're just like what is this nonsense yeah yeah well and you set up the opportunity not that it happened this year but you set up that opportunity for like someone to go loseless and that's like the story like that becomes a thing like i i think that's the only reason any of these tournaments should exist is like drama to to get drama out of it drama that's fun yeah (laughs) for the drama (laughs) to that end i would love to to recap some of this tournament and maybe y'all have any sort of highlights or or things that have happened over time any players that have uh either I mean, I'll say this much. We know of at least one player that's got a story behind them because one finalist is the winner of the test tournament. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Murder, She Root is a finalist. So further proving himself as a great player and obviously one of the hosts of Woodland War Machine. So Mm -hmm. we've got the proof is in the pudding with with Murder, She Root. So I'm I'm excited to see that. But any other storylines y'all have become attached to? There's a uh, one in particular for me. Um, so we've got this new faction from Marauders, Lord of the Hundreds, and they collect items just like the Vagabond does. And in the very first round, someone just said, no, I'm not collecting items. I don't want to do that. They did so freaking well. They almost won. Oh. They were so close. They didn't actually win, but they're just like, you know, this faction works like this, but I'm going to not play like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> The open resentment of the design is, uh, is I guess Murder, She Root follows that too because Murder, She Root famously hates the moles and kind of their whole design principles and yet uh, won their semifinal game as them. That's good. That's just wow. I think his round three game as well. Maybe? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So he's wow. he's lived long enough to see himself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. They're so broken, but I mean, it's a it's competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta do like, what you gotta right. do. Sometimes I gotta break. Back in it. my day, you play the Harrier when they come up. You know, that's just how it Ooh. goes. Actually, that's just like a question I have because right. I'm gonna be honest. Um, we we streamed game four. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and there was a part where there was a draft at the beginning. Right. And I, I'm just letting y'all know right now, didn't know how <laughs> it worked. I pretended <laughs> like I knew how it worked, but I didn't really. Now, I realize there's also advanced setup rules. I don't necessarily need to get into that. Um, but what was the tournament draft like for this? Well, the tournament draft was the advanced setup rules. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're one and the same. Yeah. Is That's that actually cool. Is that a hundred percent true? There are a couple tweaks we made to it to for competitiveness for the tournament, mm. but it is it is ninety nine percent the official ads or advanced setup uh, from the Marauder expansion. That rule. We just we just incorporated map pick. Uh, in a you know player deterministic way as part of the mm-hmm. as part of the draft, and we uh, opened up options slightly. There's a one weird little part of the draft where, in the official rules, you sort of block off a faction until uh, a different faction is picked, and we just made mm-hmm. that happen less often. For the tournament, ah, cool. Gotcha. Um, how is the vagabond handled now? Because I noticed whenever we were casting, um, there was a vagabond option. None of the players picked it, which was very strange and might be strange for our audience if they haven't looked at root in a while yeah um vagabond went unpicked and there was a pre-selected vagabond you would choose which was the harrier that was all new to me and then also you mentioned um a rule that had was some sort of penalty for the vagabond that i did not know about so what's up with the vagabond now in the draft so there's a couple things there uh as part of the draft the vagabond character is now randomly determined as opposed to being player determined uh, as part of setting up the faction, uh, which, you know, that was a, a great part of advanced setup because everyone was just picking Harrier yeah. and or Tinker mm-hmm. every single time. Right. Uh, so now we get actual diversity. People have to actually consider whether it's a good or bad pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then compounding that, there is a little house rule for the <laughs> tournament. <laughs> we... Uh, we implemented a a commonly used house rule called, or colloquially called, despot infamy. Uh, coined that because it's kind of similar to the despot eerie leader's ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, it changes infamy from being one victory point for every piece of a hostile faction that you remove in battle on your turn to being one VP for removing any number of pieces mm-hmm. of a hostile uh. faction. Within that single combat, you just get the one point now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense then why, especially in our game, it was the Harrier, which, you know, we both see that in a tournament game. We go, the Harrier, everyone (laughs) run for the hills. And it was just this thing that's like, well, actually, it's kind of, they don't nearly get the point. I actually feel like we did a good job of playing it cool. We kind of walked in, we're just kind of like, yeah, no, I mean, of course, we understand. Yeah, we understand. Garrick, why don't you go ahead and explain this to chat real quick? Because I don't think they're getting it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) chat's pretty dumb, so we got to help chat. I'm I'm, I'm always there for chat. Uh, One thing that's kind of actually interesting about just kind of circling back to the Despot Infamy is um, this was actually something Cole had asked us to consider doing, too, because I think it's something he wanted to see in action. Yeah. He wanted free playtests. Right. Yeah, exactly. Basically, Hey, he did Uh, (laughs) Eric, that's the second time he's done that to you because the test tournament and our tournament was also Cole just being like, hey, figure out if like a draft can work or not. Yeah. I I don't know. And we were like, oh, well, yeah, we'll do that. Hey, Garrick, figure out if a draft can work or whatever. Like, just let us know if that's going to be okay. 
It's a shame that Dane doesn't like, you know, kind of just use people like that. You know, Dane should consider. Dane, if you're listening, buddy, you should kind of think about. Let you. There, there's two people that host a show about the game. Might want to, you know, just kind of steal their ideas and stuff if you want. He does use Milty. We'll give him that. Oh yeah, we all use Milty. All right, Milty is an employee for us all, uh, basically. <laughs> Well, I wanna, I'd love to get y'all's uh, vibes and takeaways then as we sort of slowly transition into just like the actual kind of gameplay of Marauders and everything. Yeah, like you, how are you feeling about Root? Yeah, how do you feel about Root? Yeah, how Root? how Root much is. do you feel like it has even changed over the... Because when you guys started playing this tournament, you basically started it like right after they locked in what Marauders was going to look like. Because you, you right. all were heavily involved in playtesting, so you saw dozens of iterations of all these nasty new things so uh, and and got to get ahead of it and be like we're just gonna not do hirelings actually we're gonna go ahead and do a tournament without hirelings because we're not nobody's ready for that yet uh but yeah i I just love to hear kind of the how it all went and what has sort of changed over time i'm immensely happy with with how it's gone how root is is doing the uh i mean the dirty little secret is that root was not my favorite game until <gasps> the marauder expansion uh Whoa. and now it is Wow. Uh, so, so I've I've adored the way that uh, AdSet has has taken you know what myself, Justin K, Bot Bot, Marcus Cat did with the plus one pool yeah. draft you know for you guys, and it has evolved that to also make setup itself modular and mm -hmm. dynamic, and just just completely exploded the potential for for root like right from the outset when you're setting it up. And then the new factions are both some of the best design work leader has ever done. Lord of the Hundreds in particular is just yeah. so much fun to play as cool. and against. Yeah, that's What's awesome. that? They, 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 they seem the coolest. I've noticed a sort of trend with Stone Seekers, and I wonder how people are going to go over time. But my vibe and what you were kind of telling us in game two, and I've since been listening to Woodland War Machine's Stone Seekers guide. Sounds like everybody's sort of treating them like a, like a tinker situation, uh, yep. which is to say... <laughs> They're so good, you have to crush all their hopes and dreams until they're an unplayable mess. So is that like, is that, does that have any signs of going away or is that just sort of the stone secret? Is it way? justified? Because they just look like cute little badgers to me. <laughs> well, they're cute big badgers. They're actually the tallest <laughs> yeah, yeah. meeple if you compare them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not going away. The, the joke <laughs> for, for pretty much since playtesting has been that uh, badgers are somehow both a fixed version of the Corvids uh, and sort of a fixed version of the moles and Vagabond uh, in mm. the sense that their play dynamic is very similar to Vagabond and moles and that it's very 3v1 needing to, to mm. you know, just stymie them and, and prevent them from uh, playing the game. Uh, but at the same time, they, badgers play kind of similar to Corvids where everything they do is very uh, broadcasted for the table yeah. to see and things they do are sort of on a delay and you have to play around with with that reading of what they're going to do. Gotcha. So a, a, a horrible tyrant, but a readable and stoppable tyrant, yep. basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. I like being able to read them. You know? <laughs> I actually felt like I could not really read the badgers that well. That's just because I'm not that familiar with them. Sure. There's a lot they of have a very high. It's a lot of text on that sheet. Yeah, so. they have a very high learning curve. Yeah, getting yeah. getting they over do. that initial hump is hard. Um, and I know actually on my site, uh, me and Luke published a badgers guide, 
And if you look at just like the PDF of it, it's 16 pages. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> A lot to guide. He had some fun writing that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so you're you're coming up on the finals. And, and so then after this coming weekend, you guys will uh, be done with this gauntlet. And, you know, we won't ask you when yeah, you get a month off and then you got to start the signups for uh, the next, I guess, winter. The what do we call it now? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, I, I'm curious if there's anything you've learned and taken away that you kind of want to change going into next year. And obviously, Ooh, maybe yeah. you haven't settled on that yet. But do you have any sort of things that, you know, you, you want to see modified for for the next go around? Yeah, um, I want to see players get better at lizards. Oh, oh! <laughs> shot. I'm, I'm, hey, yeah, me too. If I can, uh, well, so, if I can from... watch every game and it be the quality of what happened in your semis. Oh yeah, game I'm having flashbacks. I lost my gourd during that game, so I'm actually in full agreement. Everyone get as good at the lizards as Lily. And what was the, be what were we calling it. Lizard G? Lizard, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> we just kept saying Lizard G. Lizard G. Uh, but it's at this year, the lizards win rate has dropped so hard. Oh, it's, it's below Corvid's. It's Whoa. below Vag. Like it's literally, it is the lowest one. And that's why I was like, I think Adset somehow made them better and worse at the same mm, time, yeah. and I'm not sure how. So, so would there be a goal to somewhat do some more homebrewing uh, to, to t kind of patch it, or just people need to get better? Uh, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about further house rules. I don't know how far you can reasonably push that, but I know it's yeah. something that Cole has very much like condoned he's talked about how much he likes the idea of people making tournament rule sets that yeah. that make tweaks mm -hmm. to the game uh and how much he supports that so it's it's something that's on my mind although i certainly have not you know committed to to anything yeah uh at this moment uh i also think we'll probably look at the structure because the double elimination is great but if the tournament grows yeah yeah <laughs> start picking yeah choose your battles basically <laughs> yeah i'll tell you this single elimination is very mean but also, it's brutal and heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's high Wait. drama. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you should do it. <laughs> Somehow, that's the reason why, yes. <laughs> I mean, that, Matt, I mean, we can say it now. That's why we do it the yeah. way that we do it. Yeah, right? we love to watch our dreams get crushed. Uh, it just feels a loss, because yeah. five of them lose, and that, it just, it's heartbreaking yeah. every time. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it, But then I when like they don't, it's such a big deal. Man, it's crazy. Uh, I, I feel like I'm excited to see y'all keep growing because i know part of it is like oh good a little bit of weight off a, i don't feel a need to maybe <laughs> go as big ourselves uh we don't have time we, we don't have done time now. but also no, there's no way what i love we have is no time how it. much the root community has grown with y'all and with woodland war machine and like i mean people like nitro rev and and nev nevakaneza making yep. also more like guides and content it's like grown so much that i feel like now we have this place to be like the dinguses of root where it's like <laughs> we're gonna talk about co-op mode and hirelings and like i don't have to put any pressure on myself are you to... thinking that before we were not the dinguses no of root? but there was a pressure to get things right and i that weight has absolutely been lifted off my shoulders i feel like i will comfortably do all root episodes in the future because it's like nobody needs me to be right about this they got like a hundred other places they could go for good like strategic advice that's true our con our root content should just be like casual hanging out with That's your buddies root content and y'all can specialize in actually learning the how to play thing. the game 
<laughs> we're gonna start doing guides where we didn't read the sheet, buddy. We're reading it now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A live reading of the sheet, and then yeah. I just tell you the first thing that comes to mind. The first Ooh. idea I have. We were talking about win rates just saying ago about lizards. I'm curious which factions are OP yeah. and need nerfing because Cole messed up. Yeah, Cole. <laughs> the faction with the highest win rate is Lord of the Hundreds. Wow. Oh, so just not blood. enough people putting a stop to them, putting putting the, the crusher on the hundreds, huh? But to be fair, right behind them, like always, is Woodland Alliance, and those fair. two have been fighting the entire tournament. Cool. They've been going back, back and, and forth. forth. Back awesome. and forth. Yeah, I can get it with the Lord of the... I mean, I get it with the Woodland Alliance, too, because like in earlier games, especially, if you're not aware of what they do, it comes out of nowhere. And like in my first game as Lord of the Hundreds, with other people who also hadn't really played the new stuff, I won with them kind of like without even really thinking about it, and that's not because of my strategic prowess. That's because <laughs> you kind of look at it and you go, hey, wait a second, how did they get literally hundreds of rats on the board and what are we supposed to do about that? I guess nothing, huh? I guess we don't get to do anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't played as them yet, but I do love rats, so I am kind of like interested in it. Yeah. Um, and I think canonically, I, I see, look at that rat, and I, I've said this before, that uh, looks like a New York rat to me. <laughs> It looks like a New York City rat, and I know New York City rats. I've been living in New York for four months now, and I can tell you, I can I know, spot- uh, four months, boy, let me tell you, I know those New York rats, I know them well. I can spot a rat. <laughs> I, I didn't even fully understand that until I said um, So y'all get to have a break after this. I give you permission to break away from Root for a little bit, and Thank I know y'all so do a bunch of other games uh, what all will be on on the horizon for your streaming and content and just fun? Like, what else do y'all want to get up to? What are y'all doing next? Uh, well, we are going to continue to stream 18xx games, mm -hmm. uh, train games. We're going to continue to stream, you know, just Paul Worley's games in general, John Company's second edition, uh, maybe Oath getting back in there. I'd like yeah. to get Pax Premier first edition. And there, I've been slowly scanning individual cards <laughs> for a while now. Wow. Uh, we're going to get back to doing some historical war games from like the coin series and mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, and then we're just, we're looking to try out other things. We have yeah. we have ideas on the on the stove that we're that we're working on. I'm going to sleep. You're gonna yeah, and Lily Lily's sleeping. Lily's sleeping. <laughs> I, I hey, you know what? You earned it. <laughs> Yeah, you totally earned it. Everybody's uh, earned it. Everybody needs to sleep more is yeah. just something I like to say. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. in our Twilight Imperium uh, place because it takes up so much time mm -hmm. that I do think about how these people could be sleeping. <laughs> you know what I mean? When it hits like hour 14, I'm like, yeah. they could be asleep. They could just like, go to sleep right now. That would be yeah. good if they especially were sleeping. This, actually. These international board game, someone has to stop us and I'm including all four of us here in these international board game tournaments because then the amount of damage we've done to, I think, primarily European folk where it's like, mm -hmm. listen, we stream at 10 a.m. Pacific yeah. and it's you brutal. don't get a choice. And guess what? That's a bad time for you to play board games and you have to get over it. We are. Uh, I feel like at some point we're going to be the, the reason a... A European person just gives up on board games altogether. Because yeah, they just are like they can't keep playing at one a.m. Yeah, I keep playing was... in all these tournaments. All these Americans are running, <laughs> and then I gotta adjust to their schedule. Imagine if it was the other way. I wouldn't even do it. I wouldn't. To do be honest, it. yeah. If I was like, <laughs> let's say I'm mind palacing right now, and I'm it's an alternate universe where I'm listening to a podcast 
that like some like Swedish people yeah. are doing yeah. when they play some board game I care about. And they're like, you can play in the tournament, but you have to get up whenever we get up. I just wouldn't do it, yeah. period. <laughs> I, this, this only works for me yeah. from where I'm sitting right now, is what I'm trying well, to say. The American way. Yeah. <laughs> Selfish. Well, uh, one of our semifinalists, shout out super hard to Walrus Law, because oh, yeah. freaking champ. Uh, was in a 6 p.m. game Eastern time, uh, which was, I think, midnight for him. Played till four in the morning no. for him. Two hours later at six, he went to work, oh. came back, and then played the next game at yeah. 7 p.m. for him. And we're like, you didn't sleep. Yeah. He's like, no, no, of course not. Yeah, and that wow. game four went like three and a half hours. Oh, mm -hmm. That's right. That's can you, how about you all have a six player finals and you just let Walrus Law in because of, of the bad mean thing you did to him? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even know. I think walruses actually sleep longer than normal like, people. I think walruses sleep. Uh, I think These Walrus Law actually has to do with is, bedtime. It's bedtime law. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would love to then uh, kind of transition here into just a little bit more specifically about marauders and less uh tournament focused uh the big thing of course being like we said earlier y'all didn't have hirelings in there at all oh yeah why you hate this. hirelings uh, and what is hirelings <laughs> i don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> what was yeah we can explain hirelings and what was the decision to not include them and is that position going to change at all going forward well so hirelings are like little mini NPC factions that players pass around control of and can use to, to bop each other and get powers and stuff. Uh, and we didn't include them uh, for two reasons, primarily. One, that we kind of weren't allowed because <laughs> <laughs> the final versions weren't out yet. We only had right. like the, the print and play at the time. And like so I was able to coax leader to release the final boards for Lord of the Hundreds right. and the Keepers and Iron early but they were not amenable to releasing much more than that so hirelings were kind of just off the table in general but also i kind of don't like them uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not strictly true i think they're really great at three player and i do think they make right. two player better i i don't think they necessarily make two player like a game i would play over two player games uh -huh. but they make they make you know root two player better than it was uh, at four player and five player, they feel maybe a little unnecessary. So, it, like looking on the horizon, if the future is to keep doing like four player, five player stuff, I don't see room for hirelings. Most likely, at least not uh, as as they're officially implemented. Mm -hmm. There's lots of talk in the community about like you know fan ways to implement them uh, that would maybe work better for four player, five player. Uh, mm -hmm. But if I think there's room for like a three player tournament that uses hirelings, that could be really really cool one day. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Do you also feel like, uh, how confident are you in, like, let's say next year, uh, it has to be single elimination or some something else as far as, like, there just being that many people. Um, do you feel like five-player might actually be the future of competitive root? Like that, what, like, whoever said that you were quoting before? Yeah, it, there's a lot of merit to it, honestly. I mean, the biggest downsides are that it's longer and that it's more skill-intensive. And I don't know that either of those are things that, really detract in a tournament context right right so so it's it's pretty much all upside in my yeah. eyes and besides the fact that more people into that preliminary round right in terms right of number of games we're literally taking care of a whole nother person yeah and right getting you rid can, of them you know <laughs> <laughs> you give more people opportunities to play the 
the game is more entangled. Uh, mm-hmm. And in in that context, some factions that maybe could afford to do worse are doing a little worse, and some that could afford to do better are doing a little better. Oh, so it's it's got a lot of a lot of merit. That's a good question. I, what who do you think? benefits and uh and fails in five player what who who gets their game shaken oh yeah like how does it shift the scale lily do you have any clear stats uh, that pop out Uh, well i can can go from gut i go from gut (laughs) because i don't really have any i don't have anything broken she already told us she didn't separate them so it's all (laughs) one number (laughs) (laughs) uh so so from from gut and from discussion with other people uh it's sort of it's sort of Conventional wisdom that uh, corvids and lizards, who both yep. you know very much struggle in in four player, are doing better generally in five player because cool. the game is more entangled and a little slower. It gives them more opportunities to keep up with the pack, to uh, sort of maybe avoid the limelight if other factions, other players are issues. Uh, likewise, vagabond with. The Despot Infamy House Rule has been struggling ever so slightly, like mm-hmm. still within within reasonable parameters. But uh, in in five player again, the the slightly slower pace is really beneficial to to vagabond with Despot Infamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and meanwhile, something like Wooden Alliance kind of does better, kind of does worse in five player. They have more people to trigger outrage, but also more people setting up martial law. Mm-hmm. So so. I think on the whole, it's maybe worse for them a little bit. TBD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, TBD. But clearly, clearly not enough to take a, their win rate down right. in any sizable way. I mean, they're, just, they're just good. Well, <laughs> but it does very negatively impact Lord of the Hundreds. It oh. does. Oh. Lord of the Hundreds are much weaker at five player. Seems like uh, a good weaker. thing, though. If, they, if they've outperformed, then it seems yeah. like a, just kind of a balancing. Ma- it sounds like five player, all it's doing is bringing the bottom up and the top down a little bit. Kind of, yeah. Another boon. That's pretty. Well, awesome. I mean, and we've from what we've seen actually. Um, so Corvids have like uh, Corvids actually outperform Vagabond and Riverfolk this tournament. Riverfolk's been struggling a lot. That rules. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. failed with the Riverfolk, but that's because I'm a ding dong. So <laughs> no, man, no, it was because of a statistical yeah, anomaly. Yes, yes. they're the worse. They're a worse faction, and I was I played against crows, so it's not my fault. The crows are better now. <laughs> well, that's wild that we're living in a world where crows are like doing good, like yeah. beating the the otters. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that's completely mind blowing. I'm curious from just an ad set uh, advanced setup uh, metric. You talked about maybe it's actually hurting lizards. Sounds like crows got way better. Anybody else like drastically changed uh, due to advanced setup that we we could? I know we could go on for days about like every <laughs> single individual faction's changes, but are there any standouts? Cats. Uh, yeah, cats got a big change. Do you want to talk about Lily? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Well- <laughs> So, so as as context, ad set completely eliminates the structured uh, set setup order for factions and the corner paradigm. Yeah, so factions can set up in any order, and they can set up much more freely on the map. Uh, and this is relevant to cats because they're no longer limited to a corner. They now uh, get three clearings connected to each other, sort of anywhere on the map uh, mm-hmm. within reason with other factions. Uh, where they get to place an additional warrior in addition to their three starting buildings and their keep. Uh, and then they'll place a warrior in every other clearing, meaning they have a net total of four extra 
Warriors wow. than they had in, in standard setup. That's awesome. And already more consolidated and picking clearings that are like, this yep. is going to fit my hand better than like, well, I guess this corner will do or whatever. Yeah. And yep. they're orange. <laughs> they're orange. They're <laughs> orange. And the orange cats are the best cat. This is a this is a sign of the great root content you can expect to come from Space Cats Peace Turtles in the future. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we have time. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and sort of on the other side of that, otters have been underperforming, and it's currently mm -hmm. speculated a big part of that is the fact that Adset is helping every other faction by letting them pick the cards they start with. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so otters don't have as many purchases in the right. early game. People yeah. don't need that help. Well, if it def I definitely got the vibe that people just really have come around too. of like, you have to play hardball. So it's like yeah. half people are just playing better against the otters in general. And True. yeah, like you like you say, they don't need what the otters are selling nearly as much anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it when a faction gets worse just because everybody got better at yeah. the game. That's kind of <laughs> funny, actually. Not that I have anything <laughs> against the otters. I just think it's, fun. it's yeah. something that's I feel like happened a few times in TI. Yeah. Um, especially when Prophecy of Kings came out, like in Tournament Three, there were definitely some factions like, that did not need to be as good as they. I were. think Imperian <laughs> overperformed a little bit in yeah. Tournament Three. We can say that now. Right. Um, and I think that's mostly just because people were like, "Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what these." I'll buy whatever. Are. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's like the same story as yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like let's just make money. And people were like, "Yeah, money's cool," and it's like actually money's not cool. <laughs> I'll say that. Just period. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know any any other uh, things that have been shaken up. I mean, what ad set and and tournament rules are the biggest kind of introductions. Well, I guess we could talk a little bit too just about the new factions and sort of their impact on the broader uh, meta. Uh, we've I mean we've talked about Stone Seekers in terms of like someone who has to be sort of always all three players have to to worry about them. Is there is there kind of a designated? Uh, good and bad matchup for both of these two new factions? Yes, despite Lily nodding her head no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to trust Lily. Lily's the one who's got the numbers, yeah. so I'll take I'll the pessimism over them. Yeah. But I want to hear the gut so that we can be like, look at how wrong Garrick was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The, uh, That's a cool dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Keepers and Iron really um, don't like the wooden alliance because uh once okay. you once you get to higher level badgers play a lot of it is just about card flow getting getting card draw putting it into mm -hmm. your retinue pitching cards from your retinue putting them back in just that that churn of cards hmm. and wooden alliance are a passive tax on that simply by existing if yeah, they right. spread sympathy near you does anyone like wooden alliance right. being in the board? <laughs> is that different? Than, is that a special rec uh, note at all, but though? Yeah, that's a funny point. Actually, there is uh, one thing that does stick out for me is both Lord of the Hundreds and uh, Keepers hate the lizards. Yeah. Yeah. They both hate the lizards. Well, that's... Absolutely hate them. That's canonical at this point. The lizards are just <laughs> supposed to be hated, right? Yeah. I mean... That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. That's fair. hates lizards. My biggest you know? takeaway is you just said keepers and iron, and I realized I keep calling them stone seekers, which is the old. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to correct you. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that's so confusing. <laughs> this is why. This is why I never want to be a part of another game's development ever again. Yeah, no playtest. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't like see iterations of things and then be expected to remember what the newest one was. I don't have that brain. Yeah, just next time someone's like, hey, do you want to play test this? Just nope. be like, no, just show me it later. <laughs> show me what it's, that's kind of why we ended up taking the approach. Like, 
I think there's rightfully been some Space Cats folks that are like, when are you guys going to do Root again? Weren't you going to do another tournament? And it's like, I do want to do another tournament, but I can't do it when it's like the stuff is kind of in, in limbo. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. that people are getting Marauders stuff now because now we will have like concrete definitions to everything and can kind of, I need that like after the fact. I can't to, believe to be you just said you want to do another like real tournament like it can be I small mean, we can just do small no, stuff now no we can no, no. i'm down for more honestly i'm literally down for because like the root folk are now getting their fill in other leagues and there's so much competitive root out there now that i really do feel like the space cast thing could be like i we just need 25 players to do like a quick dumb two round thing that's just its own whatever or or how about we do that three-player hireling tournament, Ooh. Garrick was. It's it's literally oh. nine players, and that's it. Oh. And we just finish it in a weekend. <laughs> a goofy funky time. Yeah, goofy funky time. <laughs> it's, still, it's still more stuff. And what I never understand about you, Matt, is you just have this tendency to load up. <laughs> like you're just. He's a loader. He just. I mean, I'm just so on. bored having a wife and children. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like that's <laughs> not <laughs> enough. Kid running around. She's screaming her head off. I mean, the audience knows. She's just screaming. You know, Matt's in here doing his work. Uh-huh. Air quotes. Can you see? the air quotes i did them i did them can you see him uh and then he's like oh we should do a root tournament we should do more root tournaments mm-hmm. the other day y'all reached out to us and was like hey will, will y'all commentate uh a game and which thank you by the way we we love well, the thank blast. you um we don't uh, clearly we don't know anything about the game so it was nice to be invited to, to commentate <laughs> as it. if we're still relevant in and the root. and it's funny because y'all asked matt which is smart you always ask matt don't ask me <laughs> Because I say no sometimes. Matt says yes. We had like four things we had to do that day. We had four things we had to do that day. And Matt was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to commentate this game. He was like, it won't take long. And then he was like, and also it's a five-player game. And I'm like, they're playing at five now? And then, yeah, it was longer. It was longer than expected. Oh, man. I would say that was probably on the shorter end of five-player games, though, huh? Maybe three and a half? Yeah, yeah. Average, maybe average. Okay, that's fair. fair. I mean, what's the? Oh, that. Oh, here's a good question. Here's one. This will make me Mm. puke. What was the longest game of the tournament? It was the one right before the one you two commentated. (laughs) It was four and a half hours. Played in before. Four and a half. Four and a half of root. Of root. Wow. So root at this point is making it into like round three of a TI game. Yeah. That's not. (laughs) Wow. That doesn't make me happy. Round three. There was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I noticed that actually with the game that we commentated was like the end game uh, entanglement talky stuff. Yeah, it gets longer. Just start. They, they hadn't even drafted yet. They hadn't even <laughs> drafted anything. They're already talking through the whole game. Yeah. Yep. Like, that, I, I said it on stream, but it, uh, the root has become this like game of expectations of that like the highest level players like look at the draft and go well so obviously cats is going to be like this so let's all begin our plans for how to deal with cats when they inevitably get into this situation and like we have to do that with all five factions before player one can take their first move yeah. kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. are y'all getting freaked out yet <laughs> about how the game is played uh no because it's actually kind of similar to something like 18xx where you uh auction off the the privates and that creates the player positions and you have to read it from that so i'm all i love it man i love it (laughs) you're crazy for it what does x18 you're what are you saying 18xx you aren't in what are you saying 18 xx it's 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 
It's a series that, of like, games. It's like Core X, but like a bunch it's, of yeah, Do you really not know? Or are you are you playing? Okay, he just gave me a cheeky <laughs> grin. All right, yeah, go ahead. Define, no, no, define it for those but that may not I, know. I bet, you, I bet you there are audience people that don't know. That's true. And I would love to hear you. I would love to hear your explanation of what an X, 18XX game is. X Lily, DX. you want to feel this or should I to take it? You can go. You can keep going. Okay. okay. <laughs> <Lily>. <laughs> uh, 18XX is a series of economic board games uh, heavily focused on stock investment and and route building. They almost universally are are set during the 1800s uh, and yeah, are the, about okay. yeah and are about railroad barons. Uh, running train companies, investing in train companies, <laughs> and it's it's cool despite how it sounds. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds cool though. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it sounds like one step away from. We literally have no room to talk. Oh, of so course. I, well, yeah. I don't know. We're not pl- we're not playing train games. You know what I mean? <laughs> just talk about the Nalu Collective and their supremacy <laughs> over the extra yeah. kingdom. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'm just saying. There's layers. Okay. There's. I mean, I'm sure if somebody invited was like. Like, hey, I got a bunch of trains in my basement. Do you want to come see my basement trains? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That would be like a step below the stuff you're talking about. I want to do that, though. I actually want to do... I want to get... Hey, maybe, you are going to get some sort get of weird... Maybe I get into trains. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to get into some sort of weird like thing that I want a 20XX that is uh, about America's... Uh, about you know, late stage all, capitalism. About, yeah, about, well, about all the investment into the budding light rail infrastructure, which is to say, the, uh, we all lose and nobody puts any money into it, and then we are all worse for it. Uh, Let's make that game. What do you say? I like the idea of a game like that, but you draw like a card and it just says like Elon Musk bought Twitter, and you're like, uh-oh. and everyone's just like looking around, like, wow, we're so screwed it in this didn't game work now. Out. That's uh oh, we got I- political. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about 18xx that's not at all relevant to games is that they ran out of numbers, so they started just putting letters after yeah. the 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it used to be 1830, 1889. Yeah. Now it's like 18 Chesapeake. Right, I was about to specifically mention that when they just they just know their brand and it's like it doesn't matter. Leave me alone. Slap an 18 on it. Yeah, they'll know. It's fine. It's the 18 universe, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm I'm super glad that y'all were able to join us today. Y- do you all have any other takeaways uh, for for the the root world or the leader world or anything you or feel just like anything you want to plug yeah, or plug just stuff. anything, whatever you want, whatever you, you want. Can talk about Codex Three? Didn't that just release? Let's talk about yeah. Codex Twilight 3. Imperium. Codex Three came out today. <laughs> really going to make us talk about Twilight Imperium this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one week off. Let's talk about the t- Twilight Inscription. The the T. The Rolling, Rolling Ride. Oh yeah, everybody's cool. thrilled about it, and no one's negative. Yeah, that's the world I choose to exist in. We're all being cool with the idea that new stuff exists. Every night I prayed for a Ti rolling right. Yeah, okay, I did, and my prayers have been answered. (laughs) Finally, I can roll and then write. I actually don't even really know what a rolling right is. I just know it sounds basic. You know what I mean? It just sounds yeah, like... It sounds basic, so it must be trash, I don't huh? want to play a board game where I have to write stuff down. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now that Marauders is out and I actually ha- we actually have it, Jealous. I am planning on doing some videos on that. Rad. So Awesome. That's going to be coming up on the Makecraft Game YouTube channel. Heck, Heck yeah. yeah. That's all I got. That's everybody. not all you yeah. got. I am, so you should too. I'm subscribed to it. <laughs> She also has uh, a blog, oh, yeah. a website. She yep. has a new podcast called Reading oh, yeah, Rule that, Books. That one. Yeah, talk about, about that. that. 
Yeah. Uh, reading rule books. I legitimately just read through rule books. I was just like, you know what? You what if I just read rule books. Hunter, you were That's talking about I'm that doing. idea earlier. You should just go guest on Lily's show. You just pull out a component and just read it. You can do it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's just a thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is this is this the type of show where there's room for guests? Sure. <laughs> I haven't done it. I mean, I'm in episode we episode four released last Friday, right. so it's still pretty new. Uh, so yeah, at this point, I've literally just been sitting there reading, and then sometimes I'll say stuff afterwards if I think the rule book was confusing. Well, that's which cool. has like I like the idea so of a cri- like a critic rating for just rule book, not the game, not not the idea of what the game will be, but just the rule book. Just Great the game, rule book. bad rule book. Like I'm. I'm I'm looking forward to reading the rule book for Pax Transhumanity. Oh, it's yeah. going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's special. That's going to be a time. <laughs> Garrick, what's Don't going on in your world? Yeah, Garrick, uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, you wearing yes, a Batman shirt. You like Batman? Uh, he's okay. I'm more of a Superman guy. Uh, so I have uh, Garrick Samples Games. I do playthroughs of board games, including, of course, the Root Tournament. You can check that out on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, I think that's all I have. Okay. You also have the very. You also been streaming the very popular board game Elden Ring. Oh uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it in weeks because of the tournament, because of our house renovations. But I would like to get back to playing that and streaming that on Twitch at some point. Good. Yeah. Uh, the house renovations are almost over. It's true. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you all for giving us the updates and, and helping us sound smarter next time we have to talk about Root. We yeah. can literally <laughs> Thanks for helping us out. Said we needed that. Yeah. Uh, thanks thanks for having us. Obviously, thank you yeah. for all the incredible work y'all do for the community yes. and everything. It's it's really something, and uh, you should uh, you should keep doing it. Please don't stop. Uh, please. <laughs> please keep doing it. Yeah. Please continue. I mean, I think so, they are So you're saying to, we so. cannot? Take the one month break that you I, you promises? get just the one month is the important factor of that. You get you get okay, to have okay. May off, but by June I better see some more root content on the channel. <laughs> or you know, there'll be comeuppance. The problem is that you worked in the film industry for a while and it destroyed your ability to understand what a normal human being can do as far it's as only how been much a sixteen hour day, you got at least two more hours in you. Come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. You can get a meal penalty. How's twenty dollars sound? How's twenty dollars? Uh, it's a horrifying industry and everyone in it should leave. Um <laughs> I think we're going to sign off here. Hunter and I will do the rundown off air, but thank you again yeah. to Garrick and Lee. Hey, this was thank fun. you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Let's also take the time to thank our weird bears, Big Al Cappuccino, Anvilier, Squeamish Emu, Brassbird, Brian, Kaluin, Dark Jutsu, Goondock, Ignoring My PhD, Carnal, Totally Calculating Poet, Kindred Spirit, Alice, Bagels, M. Lashevsky, Sunfax, Absol, Ricky, M44, Rwise, and Fancy Zeeling. And Mama's Lovely Larva, my son is also named Bort, Tautology is what it is, Frank G, Gaskio, Rekka, Jadim Jedi, Lord Raddington, Graxer, Rolo, Uncle Batty, and Teddy's Jam for you. Uh, next week is our Galactic Council episode. The winner was the overview of Community Plays Twilight Imperium Game 1, and that is going to feature that server's organizer. My son is also named Bort. So I'm very much looking forward to another interview episode next week for the Galactic Council. Hoo-ah. Uh, also, the Homebrewers Guild, where we are taking leaders for the Arborek, Barony, Soul, Mentak, Titans, and Cabal, will have a date. Uh, in next week's episode, we will have a date set for it. Hunter was traveling this week. Uh, things got a little bit messy. So we're, we will have a date for that game 
next week. Uh, you can also rate this podcast on all the places that you listen to it. Uh, also, just kind of wherever, like just shout a rating into the wind and see where that goes for us. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what sort of cosmic forces uh, c- control algorithms out there in the universe? Anything helps. Uh, you can also find our website, spacecatspeaceturtles.com, for information about our Patreon, our Twitter, our Discord, our merch, all that stuff. And you can send stories about uh, gameplay in Twilight Imperium, cool moments, funny things that happened, really bad travesties to spacecatspeaceturtles at gmail.com and put this Imperium life or play in the week in the subject title. That's it. So long. It's actually just me now, if you couldn't tell. It's just me here by myself. Uh, I love you all. I love Hunter. I love Lily and Garrick. I love Bort next week. I I love everything. I love all of you. I'm going to go. Should I go? Is this going on too long? Okay. All right, I'll leave. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>